Hey y'all, it's your favorite, Tiffany, and you are now tuned in to Left on Red, the podcast. Happy New Year! Welcome to 2023, the best year, the best season, the best chapter of your entire life, okay? Like, (laughs) I'm so excited to be here. I'm so blessed to be able to see another year, have second chances, new opportunities. It's just, it's super exciting and it's really refreshing for me to know that this is a completely new year and that you can change things up the way that you need them to be changed. You can move around how you want to move around. The old has passed. And to the people that didn't have the best year last year, this year is going to be our year, okay? Like, I'm claiming that already off top, like nothing can stop us. (laughs) It's only up from here. So again, happy new year. I believe we are on day four. Yes, January 4th. So I hope you guys had an amazing new year. Um, However you brought it in, I decided to stay home and pretty much did some self-care, just relax. I fell asleep for about an hour, um, maybe like around six or seven o'clock but I did get up just in time um you know to see the new year come in or whatnot but um just a small little message to you guys that feel like you have to make like these huge changes as soon as the clock strikes 12 like as soon as you wake up and it's January 1st like later that day and you feel like you have to start putting things in motion. I just want to take a little bit of pressure off of you in case you needed to hear it. Like change doesn't happen overnight. And it's great to have goals. It's awesome to want to change. And I would encourage anybody to do it. There's no reason why you shouldn't be aiming to be a better you and live your best life. Um, but just, you know, ease into it. Let a lot of things happen naturally, peacefully, and all of that. And the effort that you do put in, just don't put so much pressure on yourself. I think with a lot of things last year, from the people I've talked to, to friends, to family, people I've seen on TikTok, it really seemed like last year was just that type of year. Now, that's not to say a lot of people didn't have a good year last year because good, like I want I want you to have a good year all year, any year. But I think that last year was definitely a unique type of year. And so I think that with 2023, you should look at it as an opportunity to enter things with ease and to be able to be comfortable while still stepping out of your comfort zone. And I hope that's not too contradicting. But what I'm trying to say is, yeah, okay, let's do the fitness thing because that's mostly what people want to change first. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to the gym. <laughs> I'm about to lose 50 pounds or I'm going to eat better. That's that's good. That's grand of you. That's real big of you. Do that. But don't like force yourself to try to get everything done in one day, like all of your goals. Don't try to go so hard that you are feeling stressed out and overwhelmed by your new goals. Have those goals, but ease into them if you have to. I don't know if I told you guys, but in some of my newer episodes, I will be inserting ads now because, you know, your girl have moved on up a little bit. But um, I won't have them on like every episode, but I just want to give you guys a heads up. 
something new that will be added to some of the episodes, most of the episodes. Let me just be honest, most of the episodes. But if it's like a short one or a bonus one, you probably won't hear one. Um, But I just wanted to give you guys a little heads up on that. Today, I basically wanted to talk to you guys about what it looks like to choose God during your dark moments or when you're facing challenging situations, because I feel like a lot of people don't talk about that. Like, how do you still praise God or how do you still acknowledge God or include him in your life and in your day to day when you don't even feel like doing life? You know, like when you're busy, when you're going through it, when you feel defeated, sad, upset, mad, dealing with um, trials and tribulations, financial issues, death. It could be anything, you know, and I don't think that a lot of times people realize how hard it is to still try to find the light when you feel like you're walking around in the dark. So I just wanted to come and kind of talk to you guys about some of the things that I did when I was in that season and maybe you can pull from that and it'll help, you know, make things a little bit lighter for you. So the first thing that I want to say is that it's always the small things. You don't have to do like huge or gigantic tasks to include God in your day or to just acknowledge God. It can be the small things, but those are the things that help build up your faith, your strength. Those are the things that help motivate you and allow you to still be hopeful for a new day and just to get through your situation because a lot of times that's all you have enough energy and strength to do is to just get through it, you know? So I think for me, a lot of times it was the smaller things. Like I'd fall asleep with my Bible next to me just for comfort, or I would start sleeping with my Bible under my pillow or listening to gospel music or gospel jazz or something light like that to fall asleep to because I just wanted it to marinate in my spirit, even though I didn't always feel like doing it. And that's an honest moment, too. It's like, you don't feel like praising God. You don't feel like spending time with him. But I mean, honestly, no, my emotions were all over. And when you just don't feel like doing something, you don't feel like doing something. But I made a commitment that regardless of what my situation looks like, that I would choose God. And to me, that was me still choosing him and including him. And it doesn't always have to be you like, sitting down in a quiet corner, reading your Bible and focusing on the words in front of you. Um, So yeah, definitely fell asleep a lot with my Bible next to me, whether I read it or not. It was just an indication that God, I need you. And I would love for you to be present in my life and in my situation, but I don't have enough strength to open up the Bible. It's just still an indication that I would like you to be here with me. I also would cry a lot, (laughs) but I would still be praying silently. So, you know, oftentimes I think a lot of people who are still stepping into a prayer life and are still trying to figure out how to have a prayer life with God, I think they look at it like you have to say this elaborate prayer and you need to speak a certain way and have a certain posture. And you don't. I mean, 
essentially prayer is your conversation with God. That is how you communicate with him. That's how you talk to him. And ultimately he has made you. He knows your attitude. He knows your heart. He knows your character. And I don't think that when you talk to God, you have to be like coming to him on this like, oh, holy almighty God, God of all gods and king of all kings. Like that's nice, but I think that it's best to just be real because that's what I do. When I talk to God, I talk to him how I would talk to somebody (laughs) face to face. And I'm not saying I'm just cursing up a storm or you know, talking crazy or anything like that. But it's definitely a one-on-one conversation. And it's me being able to be authentically me and just release my emotions and trust that God has heard me, that he accepts me, and that he understands what I'm trying to convey, even if I don't have the words. So a lot of times I would be crying or be upset, but I would still just pray silently in my mind. You know, like, God, I don't have the words I don't even know what to say right now, but help me. And that's it. You know, it's still a simple prayer, but it's still a way for you to incorporate God in what you're going through and still choose him. For me, a lot of times it was battling internally with what's really going on and still speaking life over my situation. So basically it's like, you see with your natural eyes, like you see you don't have the money to pay a bill or you see you don't have the support that you need. You see your car getting repossessed or barely being able to pay your rent or a loved one that's been sick or your relationship on the rocks, your kids acting out, you're struggling with school. You know, it could look like that to your natural eye, like you're physically and emotionally going through something, but still choosing to speak life, which is speaking positivity over your situation. Like, look, God, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I will get through this. This situation will be fixed. I will come out of this better than it started. I am victorious. I am healthy. I am valued. I am loved. I do have support. Those are, you know, words of affirmation, speaking life, speaking things into existence, and ultimately triggering your mind to see the positive in a negative situation, which then helps you to control your emotions, to relax a little bit, and to breathe. My goodness, it allows you to take a breath because a lot of times, I know for me, when I go through a lot of things, it's like, I'm holding my breath and I don't even realize it. I'll get anxious. I'll feel overwhelmed and just want to sleep it away or go into a shell of not talking to someone, pulling away from my friends, my family, not wanting to journal or anything, you know, because it's like life will really beat you down. I know it's hard out here. I know it's not always easy and I know that everything isn't always going to be peaches and cream and roses and all of that good stuff, (laughs) but that we all have moments where it's like, who am I? How am I going to get through this? And so I think just doing the little things like that, like, you know what? I am going to be okay. This is going to work out. I'm that girl that things just work out in my favor. You know, just start speaking things over yourself and over your situation. So I think that will help you break a lot of barriers emotionally, even if it's just something small. So 
you know, maybe you can try that. I also did a lot of yelling. Yeah, I did (laughs) because I had to find a way to release that frustration, that pain, that anger. So I would scream in my pillow or just be kind of talking out loud, but I'd be more so angry. And then I would still find time or a second to like sit quietly just to give God an opportunity to speak to my my heart. And even if you don't get a word from God, I feel like once you let out your frustration or your anger and then you take a deep breath and just kind of sit there quietly, that's when you can start to allow peace to come in, when you can be open to welcoming the change, when you can be open to welcoming how you're feeling. And by welcoming how you're feeling, I just mean that you're taking time to sit in what you're experiencing. Because if you don't sit through the pain that you're dealing with or the anger or the frustration, whatever emotion it is, if you don't sit with that, it's just going to fester up. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so mad. But you know what? I'm not going to worry about that right now. I'm just going to go on throughout my day. And then later, it's going to pop back up in your mind because you haven't dealt with those emotions or whatever it is that's hindering you from moving on to be able to create an atmosphere where you feel better, you know, because if you don't release something, it's basically going to boil up. So I think sitting quietly just to hear God or sitting quietly just to have that peace and be able to take a moment to choose joy. That's what's important when you're dealing with something. Also being confused about God's plans, but remembering scriptures helped me out so much. Like Jeremiah 29, 11 is one of my favorite verses. And it basically speaks about God knowing that he has plans for you. He has plans to prosper you and plans to make sure that you live a good life. This is me paraphrasing. Paraphrasing is just not saying the verse verbatim, but just giving you an overall overview of it. So that's what I'm doing right now. But it's basically him saying that he's not here to harm you. He doesn't want to see you hurting. It's not his will for you to live a life of darkness, of misery, and of utter despair. He wants you to live a good life. And he has a plan for you, a special, detailed, unique plan that is tailored exactly for your life. And so When you're confused and you're dealing with things, it's very heavy. It just weighs on you. So for me, remembering scripture is kind of like how you'll remember an affirmation or you'll remember um, like a quote or something that helps you to remain positive. It's the same thing. I would just find my favorite verse or scripture, passage, whatever you want to call it. And I would do that. I would just be like, you know what? I don't know how I'm going to deal with this, but no weapon formed against me shall prosper. So I am going to get through this. Things like that play big factors for me. Ultimately, I think the biggest thing for you to do when you're in a dark season of your life or, you know what? It doesn't even have to be a season. Just like when you're dealing with something in general, but you're still trying to be obedient in your walk with God, or you're still trying to establish that relationship. Ultimately, it's just putting forth effort. And like I said, God knows you. He molded you. He created you. And 
he already knows what's in your heart anyway. So if you are barely making it, but you're still trying to connect with God, he will always allow that connection to come through. He wants to hear from you. He wants you to be able to rest in him and have that solitude and that peace. He wants you to be able to lean into him and be able to fall at his feet in the spiritual aspect of it so that you can know that he always will rescue you. He always will provide comfort for you. And all you have to do is just go to him. And it doesn't matter what it looks like. It's not a thing of, well, I'm going to go to God. So I have to read my Bible. I have to sit here. I have to read this full chapter. And then I need to have an hour's worth of prayer. And then later I'm going to fast. And then, oh yeah, I've got to like, no, (laughs) it's, there's variations of things that you can do to make time for God and just basically choose him. I think the most important thing is choosing God. So even when you feel isolated, but you're still trying to invite God in with some of the things that I spoke about earlier, that is you choosing God. Even when you're, even if you're like doubting, but still have a mustard seed of faith to get you by, you're still holding on to hope. You still know that God is able and that you're going to get through your situation. But as a human being, there is going to be some doubt there to a certain extent. So, you know, don't beat yourself up when it's like, is God going to do this? Like, God, are you still going to do this? Or, you know, people have told me that you've spoken to them to get to me and you said, X, Y, and Z, but I don't see it happening. Like, are you going to do this? Like, that is definitely a form of doubting. However, once you realize like, you know what? I am scared. I am afraid, but I still know that God is not going to leave me hanging. That's still you exuding your mustard seed faith. And God is not going to be like, up, up, up. Remember that one time you doubted me for those five seconds? Yes, sis, bro, that blessing is out of here. That is not how God works. So I don't want you to feel like you have to beat yourself up because you're constantly up and down with your emotions. God already knows that, but it's the fact that you're still taking time to choose him and acknowledge him that matters. Okay, guys, so I'm pretty much going to wrap it up here. If you feel like you still need a little push or some extra tips or whatever advice, make sure you reach out to me. Um, Of course, you guys know I always leave my social media handle in the description of that day's episode, but I will also make sure to include it in this one. Um, but you can reach out to me on the Left on Red podcast because remember, now we have an Instagram page, so you can reach out to me there. Also, go there to find out updates, um, inside information, just little fun things like that. But definitely don't double down on your walk with God when it's challenging, when it's dark, when you don't know what else to do. Just don't give up on God because ultimately he cares about you. He will never give up on you no matter what kind of chaos the devil tries to throw at you. Just choose God and I promise you it's going to be worth it in the end and change you so much internally and as a person and life will literally just be like a completely different thing for you. Um, once you get to know God a little bit better. So I just wanted to encourage you today. I hope that some of the things I said will help you. 
if you're in a tough situation. And um, I'm here. I am here. And once again, thank you so much for the support, the continued support for you guys always tuning in, sharing the podcast, and just taking time out of your day to listen. I deeply appreciate that. So as always, you already know what I'm about to say. It's your favorite host, Tiffany, and you have been tuned in to Left on Red.